Hey friend, welcome to Living in the Light. This is a space for you to be encouraged and to remember that you matter and that with God, even the messy parts of your story have incredible purpose and meaning. I'm here to bring real life to light. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. So last week I introduced season three and I set us up by sharing with you all that I have a story to tell and it's one that is unfolding before me. So you guys are going to be along for the journey with me in the coming weeks. Something I love about God is that he never fails to put just the right people in our lives at just the right time. My friend Kelsey Lennertz is one of those people, and I have invited her to come share her story on the podcast to begin our season. And I decided I wanted her to come share what God has done in her life over the past few years for a few reasons. The first being, Kelsey and I have been in the trenches together in the past year, as we have shared life, much of it virtually in the pain of the pandemic, losing our jobs, moving home to our families in Texas and Arkansas, and together seeking God and lifting up prayers over specific areas of our lives. And the second being, this girl is becoming such a big part of this story that's developing through my life and with the ministry Rise Collective that I'll be sharing with you guys throughout the season. So I just want you all as the podcast listeners to get to know Kelsey a little bit because you will definitely be hearing from her more. In the pandemic, Kelsey and I would call each other weekly and pray together. She led in Bible studies online through Rise Collective Women, and she's just been a friend by my side through the ups and the downs, clinging to God and always encouraging me to look to Him. By a miracle of God, both of us have now moved back to New York City, but in May, Kelsey wasn't so sure she'd be coming back to New York. She wasn't really sure what she'd be doing. Back in May, when we were in the midst of season two, Kelsey and I recorded an episode. She was in a pretty raw and honest place of uncertainty in the middle of Texas and New York City, not knowing what her future looked like when it came to moving back here or ever even working in fashion again. And I planned to launch her episode right before I paused the podcast for the summer. The episode was edited and ready to go, and I just heard from the Lord to slam on the brakes, to pause. So I left Kelsey's episode in the docket and I told her we would have the episode for hopefully sometime in the future. So now the wild part is that Kelsey's episode was all about seasons of waiting, believing God and wrestling with unmet expectations. In our conversation, we lean into having faith and trusting in the goodness of God in the messy middle. And now, only three months later, and I have gotten to have a front row seat to how God has moved in Kelsey's story in just a few months. There's been new life and growth, open doors she never could have anticipated, and provision where she thought it wasn't possible. And after a really hard season, God has truly done immeasurably more than she could have asked or imagined. So today on the podcast, you're going to hear some of our conversation from back in May, but it won't stop there. 
We have pieced it together with a conversation we had just last week. Halfway through the episode, we'll jump to that conversation and you'll hear Kelsey tell the continuation of her story. This episode is an encouragement for all of us who are waiting, believing, and trusting God for who He is. Because as Kelsey says today, God was good in the obscurity and in the small places, even before the dream jobs and the places in our lives where we see long-awaited desire become reality. It's there in the waiting where He draws us near to Him and reminds us that He truly is the treasure. So listen in, friends, as we hear from Kelsey circa May 2021, and then we will jump to our conversation that we recorded in person. Yes, this is the first in-person podcast interview I've ever done, which is just absolutely insane. It's actually quite comical how much better the sound quality is from our recording in person. So be aware that things will indeed end better than they begin. And may it be a reminder that, praise the Lord, we are no longer in a pandemic quarantine. So now here's my conversation with Kelsey. Well, Kelsey, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you on today. You guys, this girl is incredible. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. You are incredible. Okay, so Kelsey is in the fashion world and she is so artistic and creative. And I can't wait for you guys to hear her story and just how the Lord has woven all of that into who she is and him and how she's carrying the light of Jesus in that industry. Um, But to start, Kelsey, we always kind of kick things off with what I call a 32 bar cut. (laughs) That's a musical theater term of just your story of how Jesus came into your heart and brought you from the dark and into his glorious and powerful light. Um, And what that's, what that's been like for you. I love this. Um, Thanks for clarifying the musical theater term. (laughs) Yes. Um, I was like, what is that? Um, Yeah. So, so, so in an audition, we like have to give a a small cut of um, our best 32 bars. It's usually, yeah, it's, it's all wrapped up in a, in a small little package. So that's, that's kind of what it's referring to. Wow. Well, I think about my relationship with Jesus um, from a very young age, I was in a family that we talked about God a lot. And um, my, my mom prayed with me um, when I was five years old. I, I wanted to not just know about God because I had heard a lot of the stories even at age five um, but I wanted to know God. And so um, at the young age of five years old, I experienced Jesus coming into my life. And um, I mean, in the Bible, Jesus says, let the little children come to me. And I know that he delights in that. And in my childlike faith, he brought me into his kingdom and um, brought me into his love and light and um, having that foundation throughout my life in middle school and high school. And um, my faith really became my own as I grew up and um, decided that, yes, I have decided to follow Jesus and um, he's worth it and he's everything to me. And so um, there's definitely been bumps along the road, but he's been um, such a constant, consistent 
part of my life and um, purpose for my life. And yeah, so I, I think about it's not, oh, I've always been a Christian. There's definitely been that deciding moment um, as as a young, young girl, but knowing that Jesus, um, Jesus has just been such an, yeah, just, just been such an amazing, um, source and light and the only light and true light in my life. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Well, Kelsey, I'm really glad you said yes to Jesus at that age because now we're sisters in Christ and your friendship is so special to me. So um, I'm really thankful for you. While you were talking, it reminded me of this verse in um, 1 Peter 2, I was reading this morning and just reminded of my own daily need for the gospel and how easy it is to forget that um, he did rescue me and then he did save me. And there's not a number of times that I can turn away from him that he won't um, just grab my little face and pull me back to the light and say, I forgive you. Um, I'm with you. I love you. You know, we need to, we need to be reminded of that every single day. And it says in verse Peter two, so put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and slander like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk that by it, you may grow up into salvation. Like you may grow up into the gospel if yeah. indeed you've tasted that the Lord is good. So it's at that young age, you tasted that the Lord is good and said, yes. And now like our whole lives, we're longing for that pure spiritual milk of the gospel and just growing into salvation. So I just thank you for saying that because it's easy to be like, oh, well, I believe the gospel at this age and from the dark and into the light. And it's like, oh no, it's a fight. Like having faith in Jesus Christ is a fight. And um, I think that's what we're going to talk about today is just that fight for faith, you know, in seasons where it doesn't look like what we thought it was going to look like. And um, we doubt and we question and um, just that fight to pursue God and to seek Him and to trust Him and just how He loves us through that. Okay. So you studied fashion and then you moved to New York City. Um, For the (laughs) listeners, that's where Kelsey and I met. We met through Church of the City, New York, and we were in the same community group. Um, And yeah, it was just, it was such sweet times that we spent um, those (laughs) first six, seven, eight months together in the city. Um, But what did you learn in that experience? Tell us a little bit about your story um, moving to New York. Yeah, so moving to New York was the the most amazing <laughs> most amazing experience. Um I yeah, so I moved um I did a summer internship um for college credit and then um it was yeah, so I did an internship at Bradley Mishka and in the design department um which is an amazing women's wear um evening wear designer and I interned for them in the summer and that was so much fun. Um, I only knew one person. Um, thank you, Joelle. <laughs> that was so much fun uh, living with her and um, moving I, the whole summer. I was like, maybe I want to do this. Like in the, after two weeks of, I say the whole summer, after two weeks of being in New York, I was like, this is it. I love it. I'm never leaving. This is the best. So yeah. I flew back to Texas to graduate in August and then, um, had signed a lease with Joelle and friends in the Upper East Side and 
didn't have a job at that point. I was like, okay, um, the Lord is going to provide. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not there, it's not going to happen, uh, which so many people <laughs> do when you move to New York. Um, and I mean, it was crazy. Like that next week, um, I, you know, I was emailing any connection I had and any job and all these things. And, um, the Lord provided, um, I was able to work with Caroline Herrera for fashion week and it was such an amazing experience. Um, and that was like right when I got to New York in September. And then, um, two weeks later, um, the Lord fully provided a job for me at Saks Fifth Avenue. And so, I mean, getting to work with some really amazing teams and big brands um, was so cool. And um, that was <laughs> stepping out in faith, like, okay, Lord, I I love this industry and I just pray that you can provide for me here. Um, so Saks Fifth Avenue was literally the coolest. Um, I was working in the photo studio um, for the corporate, like on the on the team for the website, which is like such a cool opportunity. Um, yeah. as a designer, I was hoping for, you know, praying for a design assistant or design team opportunity. Um, but that hadn't happened. And I was like, well, I'm just glad to be in New York and glad to be in the industry and growing yeah. a lot and learning a lot and meeting people. And so then what happened next? We, we had a global pandemic, um, and this is where the story went awry for us both, uh-huh. <laughs> but not awry because God, God has woven some really beautiful things through this past year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what happened next? What happened next? This is the part that I wouldn't have written, <laughs> um, but God definitely did. Um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, it was almost a year ago that COVID hit the city in New York and, um, I, <laughs> frantically packed a carry on and flew back to Texas and thought maybe I'll be here like two weeks. <laughs> um, and I was working from home for a little bit um, with my job at Saks and then realized, or, and then, then we were furloughed and they were like, we'll let you know it'll be about 30 days. We're like, okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> so um, meaning like we still have the job, that we're not working right now, but we'll let you know eventually. So um, I was back in Texas and had this, I guess it felt like a cloud over my shoulder. Like, okay, well, I have a job. (laughs) I'm not working it right now. Um, I have an apartment. I'm not living there right now. So um, paying rent in New York, it turned out five months, five months later, um, as my lease was ending um, in August and um, Saks finally called me back (laughs) and they said, Hey, we're ready for you to come back to the office. And at that point um, it had been like a a full spring summer um, in Texas. And um, I'd had an opportunity to work with a designer in my hometown over the summer and um, just felt like the Lord was really calling me to be back in Texas and (laughs) not to mention the city wasn't the same, still isn't the same. And um, in a a time of so much uncertainty, I wasn't ready to sign a new lease and wasn't sure if, you know, all of that was going to work out for me. And so, Mm. um, yeah, I went back to New York in August and um, moved out of my apartment and, just had this feeling um, after so, 
so many months of feeling uncertain or feeling like I did have these ties, but it's not happening right now, but no ties. <laughs> I left the city with my luggage and um, came back to Texas. Um, I remember sitting on the plane in Manhattan, disappearing into the clouds and you know, I have my mask on and I have like five rows to myself on the plane and <laughs> just crying and like, I don't know what's next. Like I've had a picture of what I thought my life would look like. And now at 23, moving back in with my parents, not knowing any part of my life that's next. Cause I thought I had, I was like, I'm never leaving New York until I'm 30. This is it. Like, <laughs> I love it here. Um, and I still love New York so much. And so just knowing like, in the midst of that uncertainty, just like, okay, what's, what is next? Like <laughs> just leaving and feeling like this is what I'm supposed to do, but I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. I mean, Kelsey, that must've been a time of, um, I mean, mourning and obviously job loss and disappointment and so much uncertainty is sad. And those are real experiences um, what did God teach you through laying down your job, dream job, and kind of stepping into this wilderness season? Yeah, definitely really scary and um, painful. I had a lot of, um, I guess, a lot of frustration over the past year, um, confusion, uncertainty, leaning into being uncomfortable. Um, I know we've all been affected in different ways um, by the pandemic and um, it's such a weird time for everyone. And even considering myself a recent graduate as my career is beginning um, and being in a time where I was like, well, I'm you know expecting to be on my next job or wanting to be a designer and having these dreams um, feeling like, okay, well, I had a great job, but that wasn't exactly the part of the industry that I was hoping for, but the Lord still provided that for me. But can he really provide <laughs> what I feel like I was made for and called to do? And yeah, um, sitting in the uncomfortable, like, okay, this is not, this is not um, what I would have picked for myself or chosen coming back to Texas, but knowing this is still just the beginning and I'm still so young, um, in the journey and yeah, just knowing, um, he, he is so much bigger than what I can see right now. Yeah. 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 And then, I mean, I just think about your, your, um, greeting card company, Kelsey, that, um, he he blessed you through it, um, through all of the stories that you've gotten to hear and just the joy of creating with him and getting to do that during this time of isolation. But then also how you've been able to bless other people, that it's a ripple effect of um, just this, I don't know, I just see like the Lord, this, this big cycle of like the Lord sharing his love and encouragement, encouraging you, encouraging others. And um, it's really beautiful. Um, and also we've talked a lot about Kelsey, how, you know, as we press into God, those seasons of those desert seasons, uh, when you're walking through the wilderness, you're not sure what's next. Um, just the intimacy with the Lord that you may feel like everything is being stripped away from you, 
but you realize you truly have everything in him, that his presence is where the joy is. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's such a gift. It's such a gift that no one can take away from you. How have you experienced that? Um, just intimacy, sweet, precious time with the Lord. Yeah, I, I love it. Just realizing even in the midst of pain, the Lord isn't afraid of my questions. He's not afraid of my anger or, um, angst or tension that I've constantly experienced over this year. Just even when the word intimacy with God doesn't sound appealing, like, Oh, <laughs> really God? Ugh. Like not to be like yeah, yeah. angsty, but I think there's definitely been like a sense of tension within understanding his goodness. And then I think coming out on the other side of knowing like he is good apart from if my life doesn't feel good right now, but knowing um, he has good things in store and I don't get to define good. God defines good and knowing that my life isn't big enough to say God isn't good right now, (laughs) but maybe my life doesn't feel good or maybe my expectations for what I'm doing aren't exactly what's happening, but knowing um, like the deep intimacy of understanding that God cares about me and cares about my story, or he has a better plan or a better purpose for my dreams than I do. And um, it's such an honor to get to talk um, about what's happening in the in-between because I think it's easy for me to think, okay, well, one day <laughs> we can talk about this again. And like the Lord has already, you know, it's, you know, done all these things, but looking back and, and just realizing like there's beauty in, in Christians talking about life and the moments when you don't feel like you have it all together. And that's what I love about your podcast, but even the beauty of um, understanding that God offers us his, his friendship and having a relationship with God um, during times when it feels so deep, deeply confusing and complicated, but knowing that our salvation is secure in Jesus and whatever happens <laughs> right now or um, the pain or frustration or even um, just confusion, knowing that I'll be with Jesus forever. And that's the one thing that's for sure. It's just been, <laughs> it's a journey. It's such a journey and um, exciting to see maybe what the Lord is doing in ways that we don't see right now. And he's always moving. And this is something I often pray like, God, thank you for the things I can't see right now that you're doing. And we trust that you're moving behind the scenes and knowing like we can't see what you're doing. And um, one day maybe we will. Hey friends, Laura Lee here. Okay, so what a story, right? I love this woman. The Lord has taught me how encouraging it is to get to worship Him for the good gifts that He is always giving to His children. Keep listening to this conversation, and you're going to hear a really cool God story that has unfolded in Kelsey's journey. What an honor it's been to be by her side to witness just blessing from the Lord. I think it can be easy when it's not the mountaintop for us personally to look at other people's lives and to slip into cynicism and jealousy. I've been there. And to doubt God has good things in store for our lives as well. 
But I pray that hearing Kelsey's story and the specificity of God's faithfulness in her life, I pray that that will lead you to worship Him and to believe that He has good things in store for every single one of us. We can trust that all things work together for our good and that He is providing for each of us as His children with unimaginable generosity. As this season is called Immeasurably More, He is always doing immeasurably more. So here is my in-person, most recent conversation with Kelsey. Can you believe it? We're here. I can't believe this. We're here in New York. Oh my gosh. We're in New York City. You guys, welcome. Welcome to my apartment. Uh, We're sitting on my bed having this conversation right now in person. This is my first in-person podcast interview. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. Here we are. It would be you, Kelsey. Honestly. <laughs> Wearing your pajamas. This is, this is our friendship. Yeah, we're this in our, our matching um, PJ sets. This the is best. Just, this is the best. And, um, I mean, answered prayers to even be here today and live here in New York City. and Answered prayers. Just wild. This is the greatest <laughs> way to start the season off because I just... I feel like God is is doing a new thing in so many people's lives right now and we're seeing him do a new thing. I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited for you to share your story tonight mm-hmm. because I have gotten a front row seat at what he's done through your life in the past year and just all we went through in this pandemic time and you didn't even know if you were going to come back to New York City. Yeah. So yeah. much waiting and confusion. And a lot has happened. Um, We recorded the last podcast episode before I kind of took a hiatus this summer. And we had it all recorded. You shared your story. And I even had a teaching on Isaiah 55. We, We had it all ready to launch the episode. And I just felt like God said, this is it this is a stopping point and we might bring it back. We might not. And I trust, I trusted him that, you know, he would show me where to go with this, this podcast and, um, just to see what he's done in your life. I'm so excited for you to share with the the podcast listeners. So, Mm, so glad we're doing this tonight, Kelsey. (laughs) It's such a like richer story now that Mm. he's done so many things that in the first recording, would have been enough in itself just to talk in the moments of yeah. uncertainty and in the in-between because I don't think we take enough time to acknowledge those moments and it's really hard to talk about when you're in the yeah. middle of it but coming from a place of seeing the Lord move and answer those prayers even three months later it mm. feels so good to even listen to my <laughs> my voice three months ago and looking back and seeing all that God has done and provided and um, just yeah I'm honored to be able to share with mm-hmm. you in the journey and having your friendship throughout all of this but even um, for listeners today that have been in the same limbo or where I feel like the Lord has brought me through um, and I, it's hard when you're waiting for something or not knowing um it's hard 
it's really hard when hard. you're waiting and we were talking about this before we press record it's our our whole lives are waiting all it's, <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. if it's not one thing it's it's another and yeah. um god is so consistent mm, yes. he is and learning to trust him and yeah. to wait well and to let him love us in the process is Mm, what it's all about so kelsey tell us (laughs) join the sleepover everyone we're we're just having this conversation Um, and you're invited to join us yeah i wish we had popcorn to share all of us but we have some pillows um tell everybody what has happened between the last recording and this recording that's a big question I love it. I love this. Um, excuse my pause. Just even taking a moment to think about, wow, yeah. um, there has been so much. So three months ago in May, I was sitting at my parents' house where I was living and um, in Texas talking to Lorley on Zoom, recording the episode, um, sharing about... Um, experiencing God in times that we don't know what he's doing um this um chapter of New York was like not I had no ties to New York for a whole year I didn't have an apartment or a job and yeah um living in my parents house in Texas you didn't even know am I gonna go back I didn't even know will I go back Ah, it was like the hard like the in-between of like well what am I doing here um what is the Lord like how is he moving when my plan and his plan are completely opposite right now and sitting in the tension of I I mean Lord what are you doing what what do you have for my career this just started and it was so good and um and you asked all those questions yeah you wrestled through them yeah lots of um anger (laughs) and um really just asking God because in those moments when you feel so out of control looking to him who has full control like God what what are you doing um because mm-hmm. I'm like what am I doing I don't know what I'm doing I'm looking for direction and looking for any open door any opportunity for my career and um so you started Lenartsy you're yes. in Texas and you were pretty content I mean, you got to a place of, I love Texas. I don't even know, I don't even know if New York is where I'm going to go back to. Yeah. So I was, I guess in, in, when we were recording, I was like, well, in May, I, I, I'm actually having a great time in Texas. I had started my company, Mm -hmm. Lenartsy, in November, 2020, and I'd done a lot of um, hard work behind the scenes and things were really picking up in the spring and Mother's Day and lots of pop-ups and working mm-hmm. with anthropology and Fort Worth and all of these cool opportunities were coming together and um, I was making a lot of sales and thinking what if I did this full time as like not that it wasn't <laughs> just not like a oh I, what if I never end up working in fashion again like what if I pivot to paper forever and continue to do fashion illustration but what if this is it like I love having my own company this this is so cool um I could move to Dallas I could live with some friends like if New York isn't happening I'm okay with that yeah and 
Um, I don't want to be one of those stories that says when I let go of what I really wanted, then I got what I really wanted. Yeah. Because I think I hear that and I get frustrated because I don't want to really say I gave up on New York, but I think I'd given up hope, Mm. if that makes sense. And I don't want to over-glamorize, like, I was happy in Texas. I was happy in Texas because I didn't think New York was an option anymore Mm. because my industry didn't have a lot of opportunities in design and what I wanted to do. And uh, I didn't feel like it was, I just didn't seem like the right time in even my own personal journey. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I definitely still wanted New York, but I'd given up and I'd say surrender is, you know, God, whatever you have for me, I'm okay with this. If this is all, like, I could still be happy here. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier than <laughs> going around the subway. You know, I'd really gotten comfortable driving and hanging out and, mm. you know, not walking alone at night or, you know, just all the things that we deal oh, with yeah. in New York. And, um, yeah, walking for fun instead of walking to get everywhere, and mm. um, which are things I love about New York in its own moment. But yeah, it's crazy because I had had such an experience. Like, Lord, I have my hands wide open. If you have any anything for me at this point, I'll walk through. And um, ended up coming to um, Connecticut and New York with some friends in May at the end of the month. (laughs) And this is when it gets really cool. Um, After 16 months in Texas, I had no idea my life was about to change in so many ways so quickly. And And I had moved back here. Yeah, I was here. You were here. (laughs) Kelsey, I miss you. (laughs) We didn't know if you were gonna be here. We had no idea. And I remember that weekend. I remember what you were wearing. Oh, Side note, sorry. I okay, continue. It. I love it. Connecticut. So fun. Yeah, so I was in Connecticut and um, got to celebrate some friends and then did a pop-up for Lenartzi, my cards at Chelsea Market, which yeah, was the coolest so thing. so fun. And I was like, if this is all I get to do, this is amazing. Like, wow. And even the things that had to fall into place for you to get to do that. It was wild. I mean, every detail was so ordained by the Lord and I was doing that all weekend and then um, got a call from a recruiter that I'd been connected with throughout the pandemic. I did a lot of networking and um, was a part of some groups, um, like in the industry. And she said, Kelsey, we were on a, on a boat, or about to get on a boat in Connecticut. She's like, Kelsey, I have a job. That's perfect for you. Um, and they're looking for an assistant designer. Can you come in for an interview in person this week? I know you're in the city or you'll be in the city. And I was like, okay, great. I'm about to go on a boat. Let me, let me call you back or let me send you my resume. And later that week, I was able to interview in person. Hadn't had an interview in so long. And an in-person interview was crazy and such an exciting opportunity. Mm. Um, the next day, got the call that I got the job. And wow. We were, um, I mean, I love these moments because... You couldn't have planned that. I couldn't have planned that, and... You had no idea. I had no idea. Um, The recruiter said, this is so cool, um, and I'm sharing the details because they're important for now, just remembering, she was like, Kelsey, I forgot about you. (laughs) I'm like, no. She said, I forgot about you until I looked at my calendar, and I remembered I'm coming to your pop-up on Saturday. And so because of my 
greeting card company, she remembered me that I want to be an assistant designer in the fashion industry. And she says, well, there's Kelsey's name. I'm going to her thing. And so, and then like that next week, Chelsea Market invited me to come back. So I was there. (laughs) The the flight, you know, I was like extending my flight a couple times and um, got to stay on Joel's couch. It was just like such a blessing. And I'm so thankful that, I mean, seeing the Lord provide after so many months of unanswered prayers that didn't feel answered, but it was all about his timing. And Mm Um, I mean, I'll still remember we're walking down the street and you're standing next to me and I get the phone call that I got the job and you're you're taking pictures and I'm like squealing like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Like, it's like you knew, it's like you knew though, you, you had this peace about you and this excitement. Oh, so much peace and just walking in exactly what the Lord provided and his timing and, um, yeah, so it's wild I'm really really thankful and a dream job yeah as your friend I will say it's been for me such a it's been a hard season of (sighs) of waiting yeah and still a lot of things that I have not seen come to fruition not you know haven't seen the dream job come back to life or you know that awesome relationship that I desire or whatever it is it's you know there's still a lot of waiting um but to be able to rejoice and to praise God next to a friend and to see I just kept thinking God loves his children so much yes and he has good things in store for us and to get to see that in your life has deeply encouraged me and I know it's deeply encouraging to people listening, just hearing the faithfulness of God and all of those details that you had to choose to, you know, walk in obedience to, to, to make your card greeting card company and to say, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this thing and show up (laughs) with this, Um, you know, like when you start your own company, you're creating something that doesn't exist out of Um, nothing and all of that took so much hard work and resilience and perseverance especially in a very emotionally taxing season yeah um and you showed up for that and god used it you know like god really did and connected you to that you know to that woman and i love the story you tell about how you took the cards the greeting cards to <laughs> the job interview tell oh tell i that. love this um and if my coworkers hear this um, this is funny <laughs> but yeah. i had um brought some greeting cards into my interview just to show them as like a part of my portfolio yeah. and like the colors and the bright designs that i've made and they were like oh thank you so much like I brought greeting cards with my resume and yeah. just wanted to stand out and they're like this is perfect we have a birthday we needed a card anyway <laughs> so I was like oh they're for you enjoy <laughs> and they they loved it and I just love them so much and um it just I think the greeting cards got you the job I'm like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well and they're still happening and my bosses are really supportive of me continuing my company on the side and it's such a blessing because it's really different to do swimsuits designing swimsuits and then designing greeting cards and um, so it's cool that I get to continue and 
keep designing and there's a couple plaid cards coming up for fall it's awesome you guys have to check out our um, reading card company Lenartsy. Lenartsy, yes okay something i want to lean into because i've loved seeing you talk about or hearing you talk about just all the details of i never would have imagined this job with these people and just the specifics of it that you could not have even planned or even desired that god knows the desires of our hearts and therefore it's comforting and exciting to trust him because we know that as our father and as god who he has all the relationships in the world and knows and wants what's best for us every connection he's a better networker than we even are you know whatever it is and he's the one that opens doors and closes doors and um i guess like how have you seen him do immeasurably more in that you couldn't have anticipated Mm -hmm. it you know that's so beautiful i i love it thinking about immeasurably more might even be um I mean, I love my job. I love, I love the people I get to work with. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be an assistant designer, and it's such a competitive industry. And um, I mean, I had been praying for two years since I graduated for an opportunity like this, mm-hmm. um, even an entry level. Like, okay, come on. Yeah. Um, after internships and working in e-commerce and just different opportunities that the Lord used to give me a more well-rounded resume for the, and, you know, it's in the fashion industry and expand my heart and vision for people in fashion. And um, I, I'd say immeasurably more. What first comes to my mind is just the growth that I've experienced. And I don't know mm. if that's really something tangible, but wow. who I am now in, you know, almost September 2021, is completely different than who I was in September 2019 when I first signed yeah. the lease in the Upper East Side. And at the time, I didn't have a job and was trusting God and and stepping out and seeing what He provided for me that year. It's just such a testament of who God is in the way that that doing that move originally prepared me to then this year say I'm not moving until God until God moves and I have a job because. I wasn't sure even in May, like I, that was my, I need direction. I need a job. I'm not moving until I have a job, like wherever the God has a job, I'll move. And, um, then ended up moving in July. Like, okay, that was crazy. I, you know, I had been praying for that for so long, but I think the Lord has taught me so much about waiting and so much about trusting him and even articulating that in a way that is encouraging for people because we're all in a season of waiting in any time of our lives and um i think the lord has really added a lot of um depth into my vision not just for my life but um in the way that it looks like relating to others in a way that's more honest and um (laughs) i think I was so busy and so focused on making new friends and getting a new job like for so long when I was first living in New York City and now I've um, I have more um, of a relaxed like okay the Lord has done this for me and now um, 
I can just sit back and enjoy what He's provided and the ways that He's prepared me um, and grown me and <laughs> maybe even immeasurably more. This is such a little thing that is, I guess, in the sense, I have felt so much peace this week mm-hmm. because I'm not making major life decisions this week. <laughs> like, what? I mean, most of the whole year, I felt Praise like God. I was deciding something or freaking out about the next thing. Or, But finally, like, sitting in this, wow. He did that. He did that. Like, immeasurably more. I didn't even realize how much I haven't been at peace for so long. Not even, like, the concept of peace and anxiety, but, like, actually making decisions and where am I going to live? What am I going to yeah. do? Where, like, how long am I going to be living with my parents? What am I doing? I want to be independent again. Maybe I don't. Like, blah, 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 blah. like all these big things that I was just constantly processing and um, now having answers and clarity and a job and a steady seeing job. Clearly. And seeing clearly and seeing his faithfulness. His faithfulness and yeah, I would love to take a minute to really emphasize that even if he hadn't have done this, he would still be good. Mm. Even if I was still, you know, three months from now after we were recording and if I was still in my little bedroom in Texas recording over Zoom, God would still be faithful and God would still be good because his power and goodness isn't determined by me getting this job. Amen. Or me getting to be in New York with you and having to sleep over and being so happy. Like, he would have provided his his own blessings and yeah. joy and goodness in Texas if that's what he had for me. And it's definitely been scary and hard moving to New York and even transitioning again has been more emotionally overwhelming than I expected. But he's been so faithful because that's who he is. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. because he is... Um, giving me what I want yeah and I think that's what I had to learn when I um, was just in such a time of waiting and confusion just seeing his power in the in-between knowing that he is so good not based on I think I keep saying this because I I needed to remember that like his goodness isn't based on how good my life feels or how good I feel about my situation because he has so much more, like immeasurably more vision than we have and he can see the whole picture. And, and he, he wants the whole us. He wants <laughs> He wants He keeps all. reminding me. <laughs> yes. And I love how you touched that of, it's been, it's been a holistic journey with him in this that he's been healing you. Yeah. He's been drawing you near to him and reminding you of just like how much he loves you and wants to be with you and that's all part of trusting him yeah is getting to know him and being with him and that being enough and I've seen that in you and I know that has been hard fought for and lots of painful days like you said like you you said the word anger. I mean, that's a hard thing even for me to allow myself to feel. I'm like, oh, no, anger's a bad, bad thing. Bad, Laura. No anger. But God is like, God can take it. He can take us coming before him and saying like, I am 
deeply disappointed. Like I'm, you know, I'm confused. I'm angry. Help me, you know? And he wants to, he's compassionate and merciful and gracious and steadfast. Those words are constantly used in his word about who he is in the heart of his character. And therefore, as his child, you come before him and, you know, lay it all out um, in front of him and I know that's been so much a part of, you know, this emotional roller coaster of a ride that um, it's easy to, you know, you could be telling this story in a way that it's like, I was this way and God did this and now there's my testimony and it's great, you know, (laughs) but like, I know that it's been, it's so much more complex than that. And every listener listening right now has a complex story that it's so much more than like it was then and now it's then this or, you know, um, and with our whole life being waiting, it's, it is going to be mountaintops and valleys. And I love that you said it's, it kind of is a harvest season. I love the, the vine and the branches and just this, the, the analogy of like, wow. yes, we, we do go times, go through times of pruning and, mm-hmm. and, yes. and testing and discipline. He is our father. And so I'm thankful. I'm thankful for your story. And I think as your friend and just being here for the past three months with you, I have heard it so many times. <laughs> I'm like, guess what God did, everybody. <laughs> yes, and yeah. that is what we all should do. That it is giving God the glory when you're able to, instead of just being like, yeah, I'm a designer, this is what I do, blah, 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 blah. Like, God's like, look what all I did. And mm, it's so yeah. fun to get to share the adventurous journey that it is. and. Um, I'm thankful that you're sharing your story and you're ready to share your story and you're like, heck yeah, he did this. It's amazing. God is good. And just to see the awe that people have whenever they hear you talk about it because it's so evident that um, you just love God and you want him to to shine and that's shining through you. So Thank living you. in the light, Kelsey. I think it can often be said that like look for areas God has shown up for you in the past and reflect on that as you trust him for your future. And if there's an area that maybe we haven't seen victory in yet, leaning in and reminding yourselves of the stories of the Bible in ways that God has provided for other people and provided direction and vision and miracles in so many characters of the Bible who are sinful and broken and lie and make mistakes and the Bible shares all of those all of those moments in their stories and sharing it I think it's encouraging to see God using really broken people and we're all really broken but God mm-hmm. uses every part of those stories and it shows his timing all throughout scripture so even taking time to look at that as a lens of God's resume of his faithfulness in others' God's lives. God's resume of his faithfulness. Oh yeah, it's like, yes. okay, tell me about all your memories, God. He's like, I have a book he's, of them. He's like, open <laughs> it up to Hebrews 11. <laughs> yes. Yes. His that. hall of faith and seeing God move mountains for people and part the Red Sea and providing for Joseph and um, the coat of many colors and how I mean, I love that story and Daniel and the lion's den. You know, all these a like king and then promising a Messiah. Yes, and then yes, sending and a the savior. And Jesus came. He came, and he 
and he died and he resurrected yeah and I think that's a big part of it a big part of the waiting that we it's so easy to just get distracted and to forget the main thing and when we have nothing else it's the most it it really is some of the most intimate time because um I mean I'm sitting in this in that it's when your joy is resurrected because you realize that joy, true joy is, it is Jesus and it's it's abiding in him and our powers, his power is made perfect in weakness. Right. Um, and it gives us eternal perspective because we realize that our hope is not on, you know, the job, the relationship, the apartment, the whatever, whatever it is that, we have eternal hope. We have hope beyond this life. Um, I think it's easy to hear something or a story. I remember this is, I was in Texas in the midst of my um, anger phase and resentment about being in Texas and I miss New York City and I was um, getting my teeth cleaned at the dentist and the dental assistant was like the new hygienist and the new dent, like it was her second week of work and she was so excited to be there and she was telling me about her old job and how this job just fell into place. And I was mad. I was like, God, you gave the dentist girl this job. (laughs) God, (laughs) why did you give the dentist girl a job? Of course it works out for her and it's not working out for me. Completely different industries, completely different goals here, but I heard her story and had such a sense of jealousy in comparison, mm. and I had no idea what God had in store for me, and I was thinking, God, did you forget? Like, God, why are you helping this dentist girl? <laughs> yeah. I'm upset here. Like, why am I still in Texas getting my teeth cleaned? And they're like, do you want to make your next appointment? And I was like, no, I want to, <laughs> I hope I'm not here by the next appointment. <laughs> I think I'm going to move by then. But I just remember having so much like attitude about being there and, and not seeing the Lord move yet. And so I say that, um, not in like, a, Oh, I got a job now. Like I live in New York again. Thank you, Lord. But you never know what God is doing in your story behind the scenes. And so I I found myself, and going back to the girl who's a dentist at the dentist office, maybe she had two years of unemployment. Maybe she had a really bad environment and it's wow. such a blessing to be at her new dental office. Like, I don't know her story because I just heard the five minute, good to meet you, I'm excited to, yeah. to be here. And I think that's, even in hearing other successes, we don't know everything that they went through yeah. or how many uh, all-nighters they did in college to get the job and how many failed interviews or how, and many, how many days they felt exactly the same way that you felt in that dentist office of, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, am I, is there, what's my next job? What's, what's God doing here? It's so real, Kelsey. Or, and I'm thankful you shared that because I will openly say that there are many days that I felt that same way that yeah. is real and that's human, yeah. or you know? what did I do not to get the... I don't even want yeah. to be a dentist, but I just want something to happen here. And kind of back to what we were saying, that God understands, like, he sympathizes yeah. in that, mm-hmm. and he's yes. with us in that. And um, I don't know, it's been, it's been hard for me to just continue to express that to God and, um, yeah. you know, to allow him to, like you said, 
in his promises um, bring me comfort and reminders of yeah. his presence and faithfulness and um and knowing what god has for them doesn't take away what he has for you yeah and that's faith and that's it's faith, faith. And that's faith i mean if god would have given me the dental job i wouldn't be rejoicing no. <laughs> like i'm not made for this what yeah and that like, and he knows us and he knows what we need and i'm i can't wait to be in our prime together um kelsey <laughs> for all of you on the podcast i want you to know that i think 40s are prime I said um, 25 is prime. <laughs> 27. I think that I think that 40s are prime. Y'all may argue with me, but um, anyway, I can't wait to be in our prime and to look back and to think. I mean, we're 24, 25, and I don't even have that many, you know, big life shifts where I think <laughs> that. I'm like, you know, like I saw God come through in college. I saw how he's come through in all these ways. But we get to spend our whole lives um, just seeing his faithfulness and trusting yeah. should should get easier, you know? Like it, it really <laughs> should as we cast yeah. our cares on the Lord. And I think our faith grows stronger. It does. It's not that it's easier. It just feels like less of a risk. Yeah, because we've we know we know our God. We know our God, and we know Him so deeply, and experiencing His power, true, and grace, and might not get easier. Actually, it might get harder. I mean, there's we're probably not. harder things. <laughs> we're over here, like okay, we're good. We're gonna listen and to this in minute, twenty years and be like, what did we? Even we're gonna think listen we knew. three months from now and be like, what was happening? And God was moving, and God's always moving, and He was. I love it. Well, um, it has been, I can't tell you how sweet it's been to look in your eyeballs and have a podcast interview. Not on Zoom. I I'm wish you guys could see, hands. see Kelsey's beautiful blue eyes because she's just radiant. Oh, thank you. Um, we don't give each other enough words of affirmation, guys, you know? We need it. Encourage and someone today. you are beautiful, Laura Lee. Thank you, Kelsey. Oh, I love you. Aww. I love you. I'm thankful for you. Love you so much. Um, will you pray for us to close out the podcast? I love it. Yes, what an honor. Um, Jesus, I thank you so much for this opportunity today. I want to pray specifically over um, whoever's listening. And Lord, I thank you for their stories right now. I thank you for the details of their lives that feel complicated. And I praise you, Lord, that nothing is too complicated. Nothing is even complicated for you. God, I pray over um, their expectations they have for their story right now that are being unmet. I pray mm-hmm. that you can comfort them in the tension and in the midst of disappointment. Lord, I just pray that you can give them your peace and give them a little bit more of an understanding for your presence and awareness when maybe they're not experiencing that personally right now. Lord, you are not dependent on their circumstances, good or bad. You are faithful and constant, and I thank you for um, the um, just the answered prayers that you've had in my story, and I take a moment to say thank you, Jesus. I praise you for that, and, um, and whatever disappointments come in the future or more continued blessings and everything in between, I just thank you so much for your power and your presence. Um, I just pray for a continued understanding of who you are through your word and we just thank you God for your love that never changes even when life changes all the time. Amen.
Thanks for listening, friends. I'll be back on the podcast with you next Tuesday as I begin this journey of pulling back the curtain and sharing with you my story and faith. I hope you stick around with me this season, and I pray each one of these episodes encourages you to have faith in our good and faithful and compassionate Father in heaven. He loves you, and He has given us everything, you guys, in His Son, Jesus. I'm going to end every single episode this season by reading Ephesians 3, verses 20 through 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. God, we thank you for this podcast. We thank you for Kelsey and her story. We thank you for your faithfulness in every single one of our lives. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you that we have everything in him, God, and that even when we don't see our desires met, when we don't see these things and relationships and jobs that we want and desire, God, when we don't see these things manifesting themselves in front of us, we look to you and we remember that we have everything in you, God, that you give us immeasurably more than we can even ask or imagine through your son, Jesus, God. So today, Lord, we just lift all of this up and we ask that you would satisfy us, that you would be our contentment, that you would remind us that you are the treasure. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Go in light and love, friend, and I'll talk to you next week.